Chris, big show. We promised everybody we were going to do it this week. And we're ranking the seven important decision factors for a round of golf and what makes them special, important, worth it to you. And uh, I think I think people will be interested to hear how that goes with us. And then, you know, I don't know if you know this, there's a certain golf tournament taking place in Augusta, Georgia this coming weekend. And uh, naturally, we have to go deep dive into it. Just kidding. We barely talk about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good golf show from the uh, that Range Life Boys, don't you think? I agree. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's cue the space hog. Welcome to that Range Life. another episode of that range life a show sometimes about golf that over there is my dearest good friend chris McEwen. Mm-hmm. you can follow him at chris McEwen across the board i'm little bush at drivrangeheroes.com at range heroes across the board as well go give us a follow uh, of course if you're here on youtube with us go down below hit subscribe hit the bell so you get notified every time we post something um maybe give us a thumbs up in advance just because you're a good supporter of fine internet contents and uh you know as you go through the show here leave a comment below let us let us know what's up in your world you probably didn't see it but um i appreciate some of the guys in the comments that like hit the like button and then commented uh a comment for interaction yeah i did see that appreciative i love it um so for the interaction, go ahead and do it, and let right. us know if it was. Pro- right. Let us know if it's proactive. You haven't even really gotten into the episode yet. I'd love to know. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I love it. And then, podcast listeners, rate, review, tell a friend, do all the good things for us. Really appreciate the support as always. All right, something we got to pay, pay close attention to. Get some support for Roback Golf Apparel. Yeah. Go over to Roback.com. Anything you order, if it's your first time ordering from them, 15% off with the code ThatRangeLife15. All right? You can get yourself a nice quarter zip like this. Yeah, that's a new one, right? You just got that one. Yeah, Yeah. brand new. Um, And I got my eye on more things. I feel like I'm getting a little out of hand with my- uh, I got my hoodie over there, but it's still a little damp. It's hang drying. Uh, which I didn't, I hadn't planned on doing. I actually wanted to dry it because as I mentioned, it's a little big on me, but, uh, that's okay. Yeah, guys, you got, I will tell you, I went to the driving range in my, I don't, why, why do I sound like Christopher, (laughs) Christopher walking (laughs) the way I'm talking about, went to the driving range. I went to the driving range this evening with intern Grant and his friend, Michael, whose birthday it is today as we're recording. Michael, happy birthday. He's a birthday man. Um, and I wore one of my Roback hoodies, and we got rained on. So my t- my <laughs> hoodie too is drying out, but uh, it's they aren't they aren't waterproof. They're not meant to be. No, they're not. But I was comfortable in it. Really a- nice it material, good. though. It's my first hoodie by them, and uh, very impressed with the material. It's nice and soft. Yeah, as you mentioned, it's not thick like one of these, like a sweatshirt. But mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good one. They're nice. And I don't know if people are. Uh, 
tis the season. I don't know if you've been getting the emails on the Azalea collection and they just yes. keep adding to <laughs> yes. it. Yes. Um, the master's theme stuff, or they probably can't say that, but we'll say it. The master's theme stuff they are posting, uh, or I should say producing. I don't Everything's a post in my world. Right, right. Everything they're producing. They have the one that looks like the uh, umbrella canopies. They have. Um, yeah, the real subdued looking one. It's really yeah, nice. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I like that one a lot. Then they have uh, some simple, simple green status stuff. But then they have a new play on the Azalea. So it's like the Azale. I can't remember what it's called, but it's a, yeah. another Azalea yeah. themed yeah. print that's very good. So uh, get something, get something to celebrate the masses with. That range life one five, fifteen percent off your entire friggin' order. That's right. Hashtag crave activity. I'll tell you what. That's right. Um. All right. So we got that out of the way, Chris. I think I'm gonna let you take it from here. You got you gave everyone homework last week. Yeah. No one did their homework. Uh, <laughs> listeners slash viewers. Um. So you can still put them in the comments if you'd like. Uh. I think the the questionnaire on Spotify is still open. I know most of our listeners. I can see in the in the metrics that it's primarily Apple mm-hmm, podcast mm-hmm. listeners, so they don't have that option. Um. But anyways. Nevertheless, you're going to get our opinions on this stuff. But last week, uh, someone tweeted, uh, give them credit again, uh, Fairways and Fundays, at Fairways Fundays. Um, they tweeted a, a question. It said, rank these in order of priority when rating a golf course. And they were as follows. Uh, course design, course conditioning, value for money, friendliness of staff and members, uh, views slash scenery, history of club, and clubhouse experience. So rank those in the order of priority when you're. I don't. I don't really rate golf club golf courses per se. Um, I will say what was good about it, what was bad about it. I don't have like an ongoing ranking like some of our pals do. But nevertheless, um, we thought we would save it for its own unique episode. And I know that it's. Masters week as this thing drops, you know, tomorrow will be the Masters. Um, but this is much more important. Yeah, obviously. absolutely. And you can only take so many fake bird sounds uh, fed in, and no, I mean, we're all excited. It's yeah. I love the Masters. We're all excited for it. It's going to be a really fun tournament. It looks like the weather is going to be awful, which is going to kind of a bummer. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah, we're all excited about it. Great. Okay, it's happening. Cool. Oh, is that so? We're covering that's our show coverage about Masters the, preview, right. or just like, or is this you saying, "Don't worry about that. Watch our show and weigh in, weigh in with your thoughts. Spend time doing that instead." I mean, well, it's, you know, the episode will drop Wednesday. You have plenty of time. The tournament doesn't start till the next day. Right, right. And so, there's probably going to be all kinds of wacky weather delays, anyways. So you got time. Yeah, you got time. And uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but there's some tension amongst live and PGA players. Well, apparently not now. Apparently they're all buddies. They're hugging and and kissing and high-fiving and the whole thing. So, you know, that's just a media – that's just the the, – what do they call it on Twitter? Like the – like trash golf media or evil golf media or something trying to drum up some drama. It's irrelevant that one is suing others or still – what does that matter? Who cares? Right. They're all, it's just some made up thing. But, anyways, just want to remind everyone too, it's just a bunch of uh, super rich guys mm-hmm. being 
more rich together. Let's not lose sight of that. Right. Um, anyway. God bless him. Okay. Back, back to um, the topic. Yeah. So uh, you wanted to go away with it and think about it and give it some thought. Um, I, I don't know. Do you want to go from bottom to top in your listing and, and discuss why? I have some comments to do okay. before you go into that. Um, one, I struggle with this because I feel like it's a combination of all of these elements for me. So to be like, what's most important gets very tough because like maybe I will tell you, we agreed on this. I think last episode clubhouse experience is my least significant yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but, I appreciate a good clubhouse. I think we right. talked about that. The one we, the one we played the other day, beautiful Frank Lloyd Wright inspired Prairie house clubhouse or Prairie house style clubhouse. It's gorgeous. I love the thing. Super cool. But, uh, you know, it doesn't really make a difference to me. It could be a shack for all I care. Right. And I also, I drove by, I don't know how long story, how I ended up there. I drove by um, another early favorite of ours, mutual favorite of ours that we've experienced together, Water's Edge. Yeah. Think of yeah. that clubhouse. But you yeah. know what? I enjoy a good yeah. round of it. So point being, it's the least important to me. But where I run into trouble is like that said, you could have a certain clubhouse experience that's so tremendous where all of a sudden the value of your day sure. overall value was so great. And that's where I start getting like crippled by this list and how to put it together and how, what combines yeah. for what. Um, I mean, I will tell you um, one of the great rounds of golf and it's a good golf course, uh, true North. Um, we played not the Boulder course, the other one, there's two courses there. I can't remember the name of it now. Um, but the food, at the mm -hmm. clubhouse restaurant was like it blew us away it was so good and that just kind of like uh would it have ruined the round of golf no but it really elevated the experience when we had some the sliders there were just right so good it's not unlike the uh breakfast sandwiches at saint andrews when they're making it where it's like saint andrews you know very ho-hum all the way around right but right. all of a sudden you it's like love the breakfast sandwich you yeah. have the choice of playing around at 8 a.m and having a breakfast sandwich there playing like highlands of elgin which is a lovely right. place it's like, i don't know highlands of elgin doesn't have that breakfast sandwich so anyway right. clubhouse right. experience so i basically i i'm going to shock you and tell you this like everything, um, five major questions. All, all the, all the sort of like, I have to answer to something bits on the show. The pressure, yeah. I start, started giving me anxiety. Right. I getting nervous about it. Like, right? There's a, like my answer is going to be wrong and not an accurate portrayal of how I feel. So, um, right. I'm very, I'm very concerned about this. But yeah, I went. I'm going to go with Clubhouse experience last. Yes. Yeah can yeah. make the day and could sell an otherwise not great golf experience. Um, I'll tell you though, there's plenty of bad golf experiences you can have no matter how good the food and clubhouse was, you know, I'm good. I don't need to ever go back. Right. <laughs> Again, I think it's just an, uh, another one uh, at uh, truly, uh, not truly um, at uh, the links at Lasonia, um, you know, their nachos, with the uh, brat coins, yeah, oh, yeah, so great, <laughs> so good. Well, and that so clubhouse happy. is a, like relatively speaking, that clubhouse for your experience there is an absolute dump, and especially for right. the traffic they get, it's a borderline right. embarrassment. Right. But you're not going to go. Ah, I'm never coming back here because of this clubhouse. A hundred percent. Yeah, it kind of fits the whole vibe, though. To be honest, like oh for sure, this is kind of like a whole hum building uh and but very yeah, was, was very wisconsin 
Yes, for, for sure. Anyways, there. okay. What's next? What's second to last? I think same thing. I think it can absolutely ruin your day, but at the same time, as long as I'm not getting harassed, I'm going to go friendliness of staff and members. Hey, I'm playing golf with my buddies. Yeah. I'm out here. Like, I don't really care. Don't, don't get me wrong. I've had many experiences where I've had a, I've had super toxic encounters with members at prestigious uh, Mm -hmm. private clubs where Mm -hmm. I was doing nothing wrong. I was being hosted by a member, but it was made well aware. I am not one of them and don't belong there. Like, okay, great. Thanks. Um, I've had bad starters who just like, well, I'm just glad I paid a poop ton of money to be out here today. And, uh, you know, give this place revenue and before i even tee off i'm feel unwelcomed here and that i'm doing something wrong and then yeah. obviously the you know the surly course marshal who is yelling right. at you to pick up your pace of play when you've played through two groups already and yeah so here's the thing i would say about that if it's if it's a neutral experience it's fine or neutral better like obviously we had some starters um in arizona the last couple of years we've played out there some of the starters were just some of the best yeah dudes in the world and they um one of them his name was steve he's from he was from saint charles illinois he was retired out there uh and we were just like best friends with that dude because we play three rounds you know in three days um, and the guy was the best. And he really kind of out. Same with um, Lasonia. The starter at Lasonia is a trip. He, you know, they're always like, they give you the whole spiel and it's, you know, it's really fun. Now, I don't know if anything can ruin a round faster than a bad experience with the staff. I haven't had any bad experiences with the members, but I've only played one private course, I think. Um, and it's the same one all the time. And I'm playing with a member and it's a, chill vibe but um you know it's at the end of the day is staff experience or friendliness low on the on the list yes but i don't know that there's anything that could ruin an experience faster and more permanent than what you described yeah someone a marshal that that it just won't lay off a starter that is just you know a dick about everything um that stuff lasts for sure. And that's the first thing I guarantee you that anyone says about the golf course when they talk about it, like, well, it was cool, except the dude that started us was, you know, a Jag or, well, when we were in Utah, I think it was, or it probably was um, Nevada playing, um, what's the course in, what's the, uh, Wolf Creek, Um you know, long round. They tell you right off the bat, it's going to be five and a half hours. And yet one of our groups had a marshal riding their ass hole after hole after hole. When they were standing waiting on tees, they were, the guy was just sitting there watching them. Uh, and it was brutal and it like ruined, ruined that, those, that force and experience. Well, and it's good. I mean, uh, it's not like, uh, you know, it's like you paid a lot for it. It was only like a $35 round as well. Right. And it only, right. only like right. two of you paying it. So, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I just got mad putting myself in that shoes. I'll never forget. I'll My never God, that forget. dude was and like, yeah, he was one of the guys was super upset. He carried it with him the rest of the week. 
that's the worst too. Yeah. Because you're on a trip and you're like, you're three days later at a different course and you're like, I'm just still so shook by this miserable experience. I'm out here. It's supposed to be this great time with the dudes, blah, blah, blah. And I I can't shake any in his head leading up to the trip. That was probably the course. The like, oh my God, I'm going to play it. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Brutal. Okay. What's next? Um, now it starts getting tough, but I feel like because uh, you start getting into make or break stuff and how. Yeah, from here, um, the next three or so, right? Three, yeah, three um, are pretty close, three or four. Like I know my vi- number one is, but the rest of them kind of blend like they could. One, I feel like my number one could be. If it's really, really bad, it just all of a sudden becomes like, well, I guess that's why it'd be number one, because if it goes really, really bad, it right. ruins it. Right. But same thing, like, so as we go on, if these things are terrible, it can trash. But I'm going to go next. Um, while this one could easily make it a top tier experience, I'm going to go history next. Yeah. I think the likes of like yeah. Uh, yeah. TPC Deer Run. There's some history there. Obviously, it has sure. a pedigree, but it's not like, oh, uh, you know, Don Ross was uh, working on Bobble Link. And right. he's right. Needed, he just needed to get away. And he went out to the Quad Cities to be on the Mississippi River. And he went and talked to the Deer family and said, I could do something with your horse farm. Right, right. It's I have not an appreciation wh- for all for any and all history of any and all golf courses, because every golf course has like a story to it. Right. Uh, obviously, they aren't all created equal, but I mean, even Schomburg is like low key kind of historic. Chevy Chase is right. Low key hist- historic, right? But I mean, it's not like those upper echelon Rossies or dies or whatever. Right. Um, and it could still but yeah, be. Yeah, but that's also, especially, I mean, it's kind of funny for us because the truly historic courses in this area are private and they have yeah. been forever right. uh you know ravislo being the like one exception uh but so you can't really get on them for the most part but uh right yeah i i would say that's not a reason why i go to golf courses necessarily but i do appreciate every story around the right course. right exactly and yeah. even if it's yeah this was uh Settlers Hill and I don't know if it's technically Batavia or whatever, like this was a garbage dump mm-hmm, mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. capacity. So they made it a golf course. Like, all right, right. cool story. Yeah. But, you know, I think uh, same thing, Chicago, uh, Hi- Chicago Highlands, right? In Oak Brook, another one, former garbage dump or whatever. And uh, they said, turn this into a private club. What am I saying? You know what? The history is bad there. I'm not going to come. I'm like I've heard great things, or it's or there's not enough history. I don't want to play it. Like right. that doesn't happen. That's not a thing. So nobody does that. That's where history yeah. is on the I, I, right. on the list for me. All right. So that was number. So out of what we had, what did we say it was seven? So that's seven, number yeah. five. Okay. Right. Number four. Oh man, it's starting to get tough. Um, yeah, this is when it gets tough for sure. I'm gonna go views and scenery. Can they make your experience for sure? But yes. I think of I've been fortunate enough to play Butler, and the course is cool. Uh, plenty of complimentary things to say, but it's probably different when it was built. Was it late '60s or so, mm-hmm. mid '60s? 
But you look out and you can see Oakbrook Mall. You can see right. the offices right. at our the office buildings on uh, is it, I don't know if it's twenty second there or Butterfield, whatever it is. Yeah, and it's not like it's not like Sand Valley where you're looking at these beautiful dunes and things like that with yeah. this fake oil painting looking sky in the back. Right. right. Scenery is not great. Or even like um, Beverly when we played and especially now with all the trees sure. chopped out, man, when you look at it on the course, especially from the peak, uh, super cool. But when mm-hmm. there's Midway airport and the various things, what am I going to do? Like, you know what? I don't want to play Beverly because <laughs> of the last four that remain out of design, conditioning, value and view scenery. That is certainly the number four in the ranking. Yeah, that's I think the, so. Uh, again, it like obviously I've you know I went to well, I'm going to Sand Valley and I'm going back to and I'm or going back to Sand Valley. I'm going to you know going back to Arizona and playing Lookout Mountain, which is gorgeous. Um, played in Utah and Nevada last year, where uh, for the most part, you know you get a lot of scenery certainly, um, and there's there's moments where what I really like like when a course from a view scenery perspective really hits home is where there is nothing anywhere. Yeah. You know, like you just can't like, um, forest dunes is that way. You know, when you're on the loop, it's just earth for miles and miles. That's all there is. There's nothing else to see. Just like, you know, just kind of like nature and it's super cool. Right. But otherwise, yeah, it doesn't bother me when we've got houses around and stuff. I mean, other than me trying to hit them, uh, yeah, guaranteed, that's, guaranteed window shop, I mean. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, number three. Number three. What's number three? This is going to be – so now it's going to be tough for sure. We have we have, we have design, conditioning, and value left. I'm going to go design number three. Um, yeah. Makes – I'm cool with that. Makes a huge difference, obviously. Plays a big role in all of it. I won't – speak for you but i'm gonna assume i can with this statement mm-hmm. i have played a lot of poorly designed golf courses that i have a lot of fun i mean i played a lot mm-hmm. of poorly designed golf mm-hmm. courses that i'll never go back to because they're designed right. so bad and it's not any fun but there used to be this little like exact nine hole executive course by my house and uh i think it was a, it was a design was just a it was a dump there's nothing exciting about it, nothing interesting cool but man it was fun yeah, you might say, well, it's not that it's not Potawatomi out in St. Charles, which I've never played, but I hear great things. It's supposed to be awesome. Um, it's not that. So I'm not going to play. It's like, no, I had tons of fun playing it. You still had to hit golf shots. So right. um, wild design can make or break your day very quickly, very easily. I don't feel like um, I'm setting up. Uh, to number one and number two for me, I don't feel like they it is above those two. Well, and is drastic. Yeah, I, I should probably honestly, I should probably put design in my list lower because I have I don't remember a lot of golf holes on the like historic. Mm-hmm. You know, some people can be like, oh, they'll play one court, they'll play a course one time, and they can rattle off the holes and the you know different par threes and what different par fours did and like i don't normally i can't really do that i have to play a course more than once and then i'll get it but uh i i do love 
the Pete Dye in French Lick, you know, is it was a blast. Such a unique design. Um, the same with the Ross there. Actually, I do remember the design of the Ross pretty well because um, it's a quirky little fella, that golf course. But uh, yeah, it can, again, it's like the view scenery thing. It can enhance around. I will go play a golf course because of the design. Obviously, we've done that. Yeah. Um, but it's not a prerequisite right. by any means to go play it for sure. Right. Um, so I, mean, I grew up at I grew up playing Bonnie Dundee, so I'm not that particular about golf course design. Which probably by leads the way, to, oh. we have to go play this year. All right, sold. I was just I, talking to Riv about that. I do want to do that real bad. Um I want to play also like all the Chicago Forest Preserve courses. Just mm, that'd be fun. Oh my god. To do it. There's one on the south side that I used to play when I first started playing because I would go. It's like right on the border of, of South Chicago and Indiana, I guess East Chicago, right? And Indiana, because um, I used to work in Indiana. So after work, I would just, instead of sitting in traffic, I would go to this golf course and just play because it was like 20 bucks or something and what, and, and there was no one else out there. So I could go and be so bad, hit as many shots as I wanted to over and over again. Um, but boy, that thing is something. It's driving that me nuts. I can't, something. I can't think of what it's called. Yeah, I should. I should. It's not, know Chica- it's not in Chicago Heights, is it? No. Okay. No, it's like. Oh, what town is that even? I used to go to the library there, and because I think too. I think too, there's um. Hey, you know, Capone was a big golfer, and where did he play? And there was a course down, like right on the border, and I want to say it's still. It was you know some private club in Capone days. Uh huh. And I want to say it still existed in the time frame you're speaking of. I don't know if it still does or not. Yeah. As a forest preserve course, I'm wondering if it's the same one. That'd be yeah, I, I would imagine that was it. Like, history. Wow. History was very low on our list, but here, yeah, the, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that one, the design factor is nil. There's no. It's just a super overgrown. You're gonna hit trees all day long off the box. There's nothing you can do about it. But those can be like. I think to that executive course I was talking about, like I sometimes those are so fun. Yeah. As long as you're cool, as long as you're aware and you know that, I mean, again, it's a $20 golf course. Uh, yep. but, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, dude. And to me, it's kind of funny because what, well, I mean, I, when I say I grew up playing Bonnie Dundee, like I didn't really know how to play golf. It was like my brothers and me screwing around. Right. But like, I really learned the game at that Southside golf course. Right. And so if that would to me, if we went and played it, I would know that course because I played it so much. It, it would be very sort of just, uh, you know, it, it's there in my brain still. Gotta sure, got to get that one on the list now. Make oh hey, got us want to go over to like French Lick or go over <laughs> like a mission like nah, we got to go right. play this old this old track. So yeah, the Chicago- we just got to play it during the week because on the week I went I would played it once on the weekend, and it's rough. It's a long day. It's a forest preserve course, right? So that's the clientele is is not there they're not in a hurry um you know they're they're just kind of hanging out and uh relaxing <laughs> and drinking beers and they don't have sleeves on their shirts and it's a vibe don't get me wrong but you're gonna be there for six hours right all right well yeah. i think that's i'm glad we had this talk make the forest preserve courses uh, a priority for us this year like, so you've never played like 
George Dunn? Have I played George Dunn? I think I've played George Dunn. I know I've played, uh, was it Indian Boundary? Yep. Yep. Played that. Played that one a lot. Yeah. I like Highlands. It. I, Highlands, right? Isn't Hoffman Estates? That's a Forest Preserve one, I think. Yeah, I played that one. Yeah. Um, that one's pretty. Let's get to the next two because I feel like that explains yeah. a lot of them. <laughs> right. So the next to... two for me. Okay. Um, Design. What do we have? Uh, so we have oh, value no, conditioning and value. conditioning left. Yeah. I'm going to go yeah. number two, conditioning. Man, and we we really aligned here. I thought we would not. Value is by far my number one, but we'll get. Let's talk about conditioning for sure. Um, I I'm not surprised we align on this at all. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware of this. We're pretty good friends, and then like <laughs> mesh. I know, but you you're very you're much more of a golf course historian uh, than I am. Um, you I play way more golf than you, so I can accept um certain things easier. I think than you do, right? Because you. But like, I, I know I'm going to get out again in four days. But you might not get out out again for a month. So things might be more. But every important. time I get this ridicule from you, what do I say to you? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Just because I'm sitting here criticizing it the whole time doesn't mean I'm not enjoying myself. Doesn't mean. Uh, no, yeah, I know. I know. Golf experience isn't there, and I think that's what fits into this. Um, so conditioning, conditioning to value one. We'll talk about value in a bit, but. Uh, I guess we'll the both of them together here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can sit and like for me, yeah, maybe I'm, I'm not gonna be able to golf again for six weeks, but like, let's face it. Like part of the fun is being judgmental about the whole picture. <laughs> and really at the end of the value being number one is a combination of all the things we described. And so maybe your yes. clubhouse experience sucks, but God, the views and the scenery are just so good. And wow, what a neat piece of history. Uh, there's things that feed into it that make it hit this value. Um, yeah. I think, I think value design and conditioning are all intertwined. And when we Because that's what builds value. Design and conditioning to me is what builds value. At least the majority of it. Yeah. And I think yeah. where we like, hey, all right, we're gonna get to play together. When we try to pick courses, we aren't just like, mm-hmm. yeah, this one's good enough. We go, okay, let's pick something like maybe for whatever reason, cost, tea time, availability, whatever. Right. We can't pick. We're not gonna be playing um Dubs Dread, the, right. the top right. dollar public course in the Chicagoland area. Or what's the one in Naperville that costs a billion dollars to play? Is it Naperville? Um, it's the West Suburb. Western Are you thinking Bowling Book, Rolling Brook Country Club? No, I never played that one. No, um, I never played this one either. But um, come on, you know what I'm talking about. It's Prairie Landing. No. Is, isn't it Naperville? Aurora? I might be. I'm just not hit. Oh, Mistwood? No. Yeah. By the way, as I'm naming all these, like, I can put that one all the time for that reason. That one for <laughs> these reasons. But right. that's so like you and I tend right. to go like, all right, what's a like Chevy Chase falls into it? St. Schaumburg. Andrew, yeah, Schaumburg, St. Andrews. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whereas someone goes to me like, I don't get why you guys like St. Andrews so much. And you're like, because the vibe's good. Yeah. Everything, everything on this list is pretty solid. I have a I've never played that in season, so I, I can't speak to conditioning, but I, I trust it's fine. Well, it's they only have you know they have the money they have, they can, yeah, if some years they lose it, some years they don't. Um, 
so yeah but my point in that being like finding the right combination of your playing experience and there's really like to me number eight which not eight in the ranking but there's an eighth one that fits in is like your overall like like vibe and experience yeah yeah it just it had the right vibe i don't know we had a super fun time playing it and maybe it didn't score well in any of these categories but it was still a great time uh whereas you hey it scores awesome in most of these categories but it really wasn't that fun of a time i think of like uh i think i love prairie landing prairie landing hits that for me quite a bit where it's like it it's a little expensive but it's a good time it well or the wind kicks up that day and it's super slow and of course it's playing really hard just beat the crap out of me i'm not dying to go back anytime soon oh, you, right. you can yeah. run into that real quick yeah. so um, i've been uh, yeah i've been pretty lucky there when i've gone um and pretty uh cantigny cantigny is what i was thinking about ah yeah great example that is wheaton, yeah. wheaton illinois wheaton. Okay. um but yeah, it's uh, that's a great, great example. You go, I, it's it, it's good. Everything's cool. It's a hundred and twenty dollars plus. Right, <laughs> right. Same with, and I, I will tell you that I loved, and I, I think, well, Thunderhawk way up north. Still um, gotta do, we still got to do that one. I think. We yeah, still and that's a that's year. a good. So that is a really good. I wish it, I always say I wish it was closer because it's there's a good it's a good really good value. The conditioning is incredible, and. It's just like cool vibe, chill starters, you know, those kind of things. Like you've been here before. Yes. No. He'll give you the spiel. You know, he'll make some, some golfy wisecracks that you can always depend on a starter to give. And then you're on your way. And it's a really, I, I think it's a really, really fun golf course. So that's kind of a, yeah, we got to get up there too, man. It's a, it's a long drive for you. It's way up there for you. Well, you know, there's certain times of year plans can fair. work out a certain way. We'll just leave it's it fair. fair. All right. I mean, we kind of touched on value, I guess, um, which kind of is all encompassing. That's kind of an unfair, now, now that you mention it, it's kind of an unfair uh, ranking because I don't know how, I guess if, you know, if you just love to set money on fire, um, then value doesn't come into play. You just want everything to be pristine and you think any dollar. Yeah. I guess I could see that. Like, people would, would pay for conditioning, right? So if you're paying $200, you just expect it to be pristine. Um, there is nothing worse than me, when you do I think, pay one of those like premium rate rounds, dubs, dread, and one that always comes to mind. Yeah. Let's say you're paying full ticket for that thing, 100 and I think, you know, they they do dynamic pricing. Yeah. Um, I want to say full ticket on it. It's like 185 bucks. If not, it's like 175. Leave a comment down here. Let us know. Um, right. Adam and then you go out there and it's like the bunkers are trashed uh the greens are like the edges are cut terribly yeah and and whatever you're like how you you missed on so many levels here and you still charge me 185 bucks like well we're getting think about why we love love ravines so much why we love course three so much at dubs because that's where the value is that the conditioning is better often, oftentimes, in my opinion, than uh, or at least more reliable on ravines. Yeah. And it's, it's more fun and it's whatever, 70 bucks or something. We uh, thoroughly enjoyed our round this past week that you and I shared. But I have to tell you, when we were doing the randomizing of selecting the golf course, the yeah. first one off was ravines and I was disappointed. 
Oh, really? Yeah. And that's uh, that reaction. Anytime you do a random choice thing, you're like, oh, but I wanted that one. Well, then why don't you just pick that one? (laughs) Right. Right. I got to tell you, if we spent the summer um, alternating between ravines and Schaumburg, uh, I I would be completely happy about that. Sprinkling a couple others here and there. But like if those were our two go-tos, that's a good summer. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Schaumburg was in tremendous shape for the time of year too incredible yeah hats off to them for sure um, and they're letting us ride around in soggy ground with our carts and they didn't care like yeah god bless the superintendent's got some confidence he sure does <laughs> um why we you know i don't think we did touch on we, we we've touched on condition a little bit but i don't think we we've gone into it and i think one name comes to mind locally and that is um that's harborside you go in, it's like the oh, infrastructure's yeah. falling apart, car, car yeah. paths. You know, uh, it's not so bad, but there was a period of time where it was just bunker liner city all over the place. And, you know, there are another 100 bucks around. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. you have all the elements here, uh, more or less, but you just destroyed any, like the value. Your if your condition's bad, your value is going to plummet. Obviously, which is right. number one. So you don't even right. get you don't even get to one in the order of rankings. So like conditioning, no the the reason conditioning isn't number one is because it tanks number one. Otherwise, it, I think it would be <laughs> right. number one. But like right conditioning mixed with other things, and then you can get so so conditioning again. I'll go to our our friend Saint Andrew we referenced. You know, it's not always you're not going to be mistaken for a country club on July sure. 17th. It's sure. it'll be fine. It'll be more than playable. So, right, um, but it's 60 bucks or whatever to walk the thing. You know, it's not like if even that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's just I don't have those expect- expectations. If you, I mean, you see Harborside's pricing right now, even right now, it's already a hundred bucks because I was going to go oh. play it because this is usually this is the time to go play it you know, like the shoulder seasons of the, of the golf course. Cause I will say, I know it, it takes some hits. Both courses have their issues from a design perspective, but overall it's a fun and different type. It's, you got wind and play like you talked about. Um, but it's very forgiving for the most part, big wide fairways. Um, but at the same time, I think on port, it's a little, it's a little more targety, but anyways, it's a, it's a, to me, it's a fun round of golf, except the prices out of control. Yeah. It's out of for control. Sure. Yeah. For what it for what it delivers. Like just those damn cart paths, man. You guys gotta fix the cart paths. Well, and please. All the, all the, the like the instead of fencing, they do the rope and like pier posts. So like oh, yeah, yeah. the like harbor yeah. vibe and they're just completely out of the ground, falling over. Right. And, like, <laughs> all right. right. I mean, I, guys, you you're yeah. you're charging what you're charging for your revenue. I'm sure that the tax breaks there have to be massive. Go buy yourself a couple uh fence post post digger things right. and fix those. The whole diggers. Yeah. Yeah. And they I mean they bank. They're banking there. They have the practice facility that's, you know, they need to do some work on that too, to be fair. But they still have the practice facility and they, you know, they're I don't know, man. They're yeah, replace it. Hey, they're do they're full f- T sheets. They're getting full T sheets, so they're making their money. While we're at it, why don't they replace some drive range mats too? And last time we that's went, what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I just getting cracking and how oh god, and then those mats are like I could rip up my basement carpeting here and be just as good. Yeah, I did. I almost did go today 
because they had that great little short game area. And you saw my short game <laughs> during our last round. Uh, not great, Bob. Uh, and so I was like, I'm just going to go work on those, like those 40-yard shots because they have that great little spot there that you can do that. But uh, I didn't make it. I want to point out, as usual, your putting game was slightly all over the place. But, man, the amount of putts made from long distances was quite actually i'm not no your putting game wasn't all over the place it was like scrambling one putts from you know 18 feet right like (laughs) i was gonna say like i had i don't know if i probably had five or six pars on the day all of them were one putt pars all of them were 10 foot or more putts, I would bet. Yeah, it was good. It was good. You yeah. were you were, you were putting the ball well, as they said. That new uh Huntington Beach SOFT. Blade putter, not blade, mallet putter. I knew I needed a mallet. That's really what was the problem with it. I just needed a mallet. I can't remember. You had a blade before? You're using a blade? Yeah. Yeah. I had the Cleveland frontline. It's funny. Blade. It's funny how the brain works. Um so seeing you with that putter, it's like that revisionist history just hits your head and you're like, that's nah, what he's always had. Or is that the, so, what do they call that Mandela effect? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's right. Yeah. I did have, in your defense, I did have a mallet frontline putter uh, that I lent to my son who then kept it. Mm-hmm. And so then I went frontline blade, uh, struggled with it, and now I'm back to the the HB soft mallet, which I think just, I need that balance. Oh, Gotta, ha- I just need that weight on that thing. I'll vouch for you. It worked out well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Well, is there any, do you want to make any closing comments on this topic? <laughs> no, I think it was a, it was a good, it's a good breakdown, a good discussion. I would still, I would love viewers and listeners to, uh, to chime in. Just give us your number one. What's your number one? Yeah. And why? And why? And why? For That's sure. Easy for you. Um, I guess yeah. before we close out, real quick, pro check-ins, Akshay, T46, you know, just earning some points. So, you know, that's good. And yeah, Rick yeah. with the T10, that was, uh, you know, just good to see. Tell you what, man. You know, to your point, I was thinking about how you said this. Um, can't explain why, but just it's better with Rick Fowler involved. Now, he's younger than you, but I feel like he's like, true. he's like the quiet, not quite the cool uncle, but the quiet cool uncle. <laughs> right. Like, oh, uncle, uncle Ricky came. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, uh, he's yeah. reliable. He's dependable. Like, he's the PJ Tour's uncle. It's kind of true. It's kind of so true. That, he's, like the, he's like the hip uncle that knows all the, the bands, you know, like they listen to Japanese breakfast. Those kinds of uncles. And he's not going to necessarily be the one like, you know, jumping off the roof of the house with him. Like, look, I'm crazy too, kids. No. But he might show up and like open his leather jacket and go, here's a cool tape of bands I'm listening to right now. And you're like, gee, thanks, Uncle Rick. Right, right, right. I do have um, in the Masters app, here are my four uh, starred players, favorited players. Mm -hmm. Um, I think one of them you'll understand, but obviously Will Zalatoris and Sahithiala, right? Uh, our newly adopted Australian, uh, Minwoo Lee, right? Yeah. And then another Australian, Jason Day. I want to I want to watch Jason Day play some golf this week. Yeah. I'm excited for him. He's been playing really well. I just he, want – again, I just want the guy to play well. He fits a little bit into that uncle of the PJ Tour category. Not quite as, I think, 
cool like cool uncle as Rick is, but right. Maybe maybe right. the cool older cousin that's sort of older than the rest of the cousins. <laughs> like he just doesn't quite fit in generation, but he everyone still likes like, him. Like Rick is the cool uncle, like the hip uncle, and Jason is like he's the good listener uncle. Like he's the one that like and shows maybe, up. And maybe he's an in-law. He married into it. Right. 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 Okay. He's like me. He's like me. Like I'm Uncle Chris, but uh, you know, they're not my nephews. Right, right. <laughs> um, since you're giving picks that were kind of, um, I had the, let's just say I got outsourced for the major pools. I don't even know what they call them where you can, you pick seven players. Right. And right. you can only use them twice throughout the season. And so. Oh, okay. Interesting. I asked the guy who commissioned this, I, I said, what are your rules here? Do you have to put before the masters, you have to select your field for all four majors. And he said, yes. So I, you wow. know me, I had an, I had a response from him in like an hour and a half, maybe. And so I forecasted all of them. And then I sent him all of them. And he's like, no, no, no. I just need the masters. I'm like, I asked you this repeatedly. That's right. Right. Which makes this a lot easier. But I'm like, at the same time, I feel like, cause I can only use a player twice. I sort of have to forecast this and have a game plan. So at least we have that. Right, you got to um, map things out for sure. Here are my masters, seven. And so the, the lowest total score, winners, whatever. So it's yeah. like I'd like to, as I, you know, I have my emotional picks I'd want to have, but I couldn't do it. Um, uh, Min Woo hurt. I wanted to pick him a lot. But for the masters, I'm going Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. Cam Smith. Oh. Everyone, everyone's on the Cam Smith train. I've I've seen this. Yeah. Okay. He's he say what you will. I think he's got. He's the, the open champion. I know. And he's got probably the clearest head about. I don't really care. Live PGA Tour. Fair. So it's true. He could also be horrible. Right. So Cam Smith. Uh, remember too. This is a cumulative thing. Lois. So I have Victor Hovland. Oh, good. Good track record around Augusta National. Yeah. Uh, yep. I have John Rahm. Okay. I have Tony Fino, uh, Xander Choufle. <laughs> okay. And last but not least, Willie Zelatoris. Oh, you went Willie Z. I love it. All right. So I'm, um, it's already started where it's like, I don't care about who I actually want to see win. I, I care about my picks. <laughs> right. Right. I'll keep yeah, welcome to gambling. Yeah, welcome right. to gambling. That's I'll, how that works. I'll keep everybody updated on my picks the rest of the way and see how they do or nice. don't do. They're not going to do well because that's my luck. Right. All right. All right. Uh, things to anything to plug. I got shaft, shaft reviews on the website this week. I'll read them. That'd be great. Yeah, their stuff may or may not drop this week. Uh, I got stuff. I just I need to upload it. Listen, and then it'll be there. We're growing. So keep an eye out. Hit, hit, hit the click bell. on the bell. Yeah. For God's sakes, hit the bell. We'll tell you right. when it's up that way. Right. All right. There he is, folks. That's Chris McEwen. Don't forget to follow him at Chris McEwen everywhere. I'm Bill Bush of JRangeHeroes.com. Please follow me at Range Heroes. I'd greatly appreciate it. Thank you for watching. See you next time. Society.